Hello. Welcome to Suspect Stories. This is going to be the first proper episode. So, strap in and strap on, because this is going to be a fuckfest. So, in this first part, this little segment, as we would say, is about the sack of Rome in 1527. So, a little broad spectrum of what it is. It's was basically on the 6th of May in 1527. Um, the Papal States, which was basically the Pope and the Pope's land. Um, yeah, on the 6th of May 1527, a siege was carried out on Rome by the mutinous troops of Charles V of the Holy Roman Empire during the War of the League of Cognac. The War of the League of Cognac is... It's... It's interesting. Basically, um, the Pope Clement, uh, which fucking Clement though? That's the question. Yeah, let's just go Clement for now. Um, yeah, Clement was in fear of Charles V's growing power, and he thought that Charles was going to try and take control of the Catholic Church in Italy. So. As any wise man would at that time, instead of having a chat, a cup of tea with Charles, Clement thought, ah, sapping boss man, I'm gonna make friends with your arch enemy, the French. Which basically had a snowball effect of a massive war breaking out. So, uh, let's see. Okay, so about 34,000 Germans and Spanish because uh, Sp- Charles V had parts of Spain in his dominion. Uh, during the war, the army of the HRE defeated the French army in Italy. But a uh, slight problem. The... HRE army, well the HRE didn't have the funds to pay the army so it was kind of like, hey you got our dosh? yeah, 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 don't worry it's um, it's back in Vienna like, but we, we want to get paid now but maybe if we you know, carry on the campaign a bit more we'll give you your money do you have the money? yeah do you really have the money? Maybe. Are you sure? No, we don't have the money. So basically, the 34,000 Imperial troops mutinied and forced the commander, Charles III, Duke of Bourbon, and Constable of France to lead them towards Rome. Apart from around 6,000 Spaniards under the Duke. The army includes about 14,000. Landschenechter, if I actually pronounced that right, under George von Frunsberg. And the powerful Italian cardinal Pompeo Colonna and Luigi Gonzaga, if that's right, had some cavalry as well. And Philbert, Prince of Orange, was also there. So, anyway, the... Got down to Rome. 
14,000 Germans, 6,000 Spanish, and a few number of couple unknown amounts of Italian infantry, because, you know, you can never have a war without Italians switching sides. Um, so, Rome was defended. It had about 5,000 militiamen led by Renzo de Sedi and 189 papal Swiss Guard. You also have really big walls. Like, Trump would get a boner from staying at them walls. As well as a really good artillery force, which the Imperials didn't really have. So, Charles needed to conquer the city quickly, because if he didn't, then the League army would circle back round and basically sandwich them in between the city and the army. And that's not really a fun situation to be in anyway. So, on the 6th of May, the Imperial Army attacked the walls. Uh, the Duke was 360 no-scoped, mainly because he was wearing his famous white cloak, which isn't the smartest idea if you're trying to stay hidden. And I don't think he really had the concept of camouflage at the time. But apparently he was shot by um, a man named Benvenuto Cellini. So, the death of uh, which was the the death of who was the last respected authority figure in that army caused the Imperials to basically go a bit mad and lose all restraint, which allowed them weirdly to easily conquer the walls of Rome in the same day. Uh, Philbert of Chalon, or Chalon, I don't know, took command of the armies, but unfortunately he was not very popular or feared by the men, so he had a little authority. At the same time, the event known as the Stand of the Swiss Guard, it, yeah, happened. They fought alongside the garrison's remnant and eventually fell back to make their last stand in the Teutonic Cemetery within the Vatican. The captain was called Kasper Reust. He, unfortunately, was wounded and later sought refuge in his house, which he thought he could wait out the battling. Uh, he was found by the Spanish and got shanked. Uh, I mean, I think if his wife wanted a divorce that bad, she could have just asked. Some of the survivors, um, well, actually, first, the Swiss fought quite valiantly, to be honest. Uh, but mm, they were almost annihilated because like, they were outnumbered massively. Some of the survivors, as well as a band of refugees, fell back to the Basilica, Bas, Bas, Basilica, Basilica Steps. But those who did actually go towards the Basilica uh, were murdered, massacred, and around only 42 of them survived. Uh, This group of 42, uh, under the command of a man named Hercules Goldily, managed to hold off the Habsburg troops from pursuing the Pope, as he made his way across the Passetto di Borgia, which is actually a secret corridor that connects the Vatican City to the Castel Sant'Angelo, which is still around today. 
be, as you can tell, the Pope was a very, very brave man who was valiantly standing behind his men and running away. So, the see, you basically won the siege and um, after the execution of around a thousand defenders of the paper capital and shrines, the pillaging began. And who doesn't love a little? Good old, old-fashioned pillaging. Uh, the churches and monasteries, as well as the palaces of prelates and cardinals, were looted and even destroyed. Uh, as well, even pro-imperials had to pay the uh, rampaging soldiers from destroying their homes, because you know, it doesn't matter if you're, st- if you're in a war and you're on the side of... You know, you know what I mean. But anyway... Um, but yeah, that was that. Um, the Vatican Library, however, was saved because Filbert, love that name, uh, set up his library there. I mean, set up his fuck, set up his headquarters in the library. Uh, after three days, Filbert did order the sacking to cease, but not many people actually listened. But yeah. Meanwhile, uh, a man named Francesco Maria della Rovere and Michael Antonio of Saluzzo arrived on the 1st of June in Monterosi, just north of the city. Uh, They did attack the Imperial Army, but they were being very cautious, and unfortunately that prevented them from having an easy victory over the undisciplined troops of the HRA. And on the 6th of June, Clement VII, ah, remember that time, he eventually surrendered and agreed to pay 400,000 Ducati in exchange for his life, which, I'm not sure if I did the maths right, would be about 60 million US dollars, about 47 million British pounds. As well as the session of Parma, Piacenza, Civita Vecchia and Modena to the HRA, although only the last one would switch hands. But basically, that is the first segment of Suspect Stories. This was Suspect History. Now, this segment is actually a suspect story it's a personal story of mine so me and a group of my friends including my ex-girlfriend who we were friends with we were quite quite good friends Uh, we had been broken up for about a year or so and yeah it was all right we all decided to all see each other and book a hotel well not book a hotel that comes after we were all going to stay in our friend's house whose parents were going away for the weekend. Which, yeah, sounded like a plan. Uh, so we all got together. Mm, my ex-girlfriend had to come all the way down about 30 miles, so it was a pain in the ass. But when she was on her way, we got news that my friend's parents weren't actually going away for the weekend, so we had a problem. We had to tell her to turn around. But for some reason, we couldn't 
reach her on her phone. Apparently she had no signal. So we eventually booked a hotel in the centre of the city. Which was actually quite cheap. Last minute booking. You know, absolute bargain. So we arrived and we all met up and we decided to grab a few drinks to sneak into the hotel. Hotel slash hostel. So we got there and we pushed two bunk beds together to make two massive double beds. And we all sat on the top bunk. There was one, there was me, two my friends and her, yeah. So we had a few drinks, did a few shots, started playing shoot all day. It was quite fun. It got slightly out of hand there. there. I, there was a few testicles, a few men on men action. Which, although I doubt the gay one would have... Well, he didn't actually complain. But yeah, there was a few testicles out, a few willies, men-on-men action. There was a topless girl for a bit. You know, the usual. So, the night gets pretty, pretty late and one of us decides to call it a night. And by call it a night, I mean hobble over to the toilet, close the door... Slam his head on the toilet seat. Proceeds to say, ow, five minutes later. Vomit. And then passes out on the floor. So, then it was just me, my ex, and another one of my friends, who was actually my best friend. So we're all lying there. I'm like, okay, might as well try and get some sleep. So... We're all on this double bed. I'm in the far corner, the other two are cuddling... Because I knew my ex had a thing for him, my best friend. So like, eh, alright. They're allowed to cuddle. That's not really... That's not an issue. And then... About five minutes later, the bed starts creaking. I'm like, eh, what's that? And then it hits me. They're getting a bit freaky right next to me. So I'm lying there, eyes wide open. Thinking, how the fuck do I get out of this mess? Because they think I'm asleep. And at that point my best friend sits up to check if I am asleep. And I had my eyes wide open. But I don't understand how he didn't notice that. But he just lied back down and he carried on. And... Dude, it was... I hear many, many things... I wish I didn't hear for the next hour at least. The beds were shaking a lot. I eventually got the, to the point where I was thinking, I need to get out of this. Otherwise, ah, this is going to be very awkward in the morning. So, I come up with this plan. I'm going to pretend to cough, whisper to myself, oh, I need a cigarette. I then climb down. I did that, and surprisingly it worked, and they didn't question it. So I'm climbing back down off the bed to go outside and actually have a cigarette, and I hear my ex whisper, that was close. And I'm thinking to myself, I wish I wasn't that close. I heard everything. So I go out, have my cigarette, come back in, realise I took the wrong key card, because... And I took the broken key card. 
which oh boy that was fun trying to open a door at three in the morning absolutely fucked out of my mind uh, eventually best friend man climbed down opened the door for me and he just whispered in my ear thank you you have saved me it's like what the fuck do you mean you could have said no so I go into the other room hop down the other bunk bed and trying to get asleep but the other, and I'm t- but I'm thirsty as all hell so I start sipping this bottle of coke that was just left there I'm like oh, alright this tastes a bit funky but I will keep doing it realised I couldn't get asleep so I ended up staying up all night and then the one in the bathroom man actually woke up and came back in and said to him why, why, why does this coke taste weird? He's like, oh yeah, put, put the rest of the rum in it. It's like, oh, thanks for that. The only drink we had, you made alcoholic, brilliant. But and then he went to bed, and then looking after that, my ex woke up, and she asked me to come help her down. And she went to me, "Do you have a good night?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, it was quite fun." Like, "Did you have a good night?" She's like, "Yeah, yeah." We went to bed quite early, not long after you. I was like, "You sure?" She's like, "Yeah, yeah." You sure you didn't call my best friend Daddy? Like, her her heart fell through her arsehole at that point. I was thinking, "Yeah, I heard everything." She's like, "No, you didn't." Like, "Yes, I did," Uh, and I regret ever hearing any of those noises I mean girl your kinks are pretty suspects but the shit I heard you come out with who that that was spicy but anyway that is the first proper episode of suspect stories I hope you enjoyed and I hope I can keep up with this little project because it's actually quite fun Anyway, I shall speak to you soon.